Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, where our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. We do that through mini-sodes, right, Andressa? We do those through full-length interviews. And we have a fantastic chat we're going to have today, Andressa, about emotional intelligence and how it is literally the number one skill you need to have as a real estate investor. Well, here's what I encourage you. Pull, pull a chair, grab a pen and paper, because this is so fundamental for you to your life, to your business, and to you as a human being. I think this is a subject that I we're very passionate about. And I think that we don't talk too much about it. So let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Liz. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that time is running out and you just have three weeks left to get your ticket to InvestorCon 2024, the number one premier conference for women in real estate. It's happening from June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. To learn more and to get your ticket, go to investhercon.com today and use the code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. That's investher, H-E-R, con.com, promo code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Yeah, so so there's actually five, there's five areas of emotional intelligence, and there's so many books about this topic. There's so much content and information out there. You know, as they say on Dresser, right, common sense is in common practice. So we all know the importance of, of emotional intelligence, but how would we rate ourselves today? So I, I would love for you, I'm going to write, I'm going to share the five components of emotional intelligence. And I'm just not going to have a chat about the first two because they're probably the harder two of the five. So you got self-awareness, you have self-regulation, you have social awareness, you have relationship management, and then you have empathy. So those are the kind of like the five components, if you will, or the five sub skills, if you will, of emotional intelligence. So think about that for yourself. How would you rate yourself? Five being the best, one being could use some improvement on those five areas. Yeah, right now, actually, everybody's going to look at it. <laughs> yeah, right? I think that's actually great. Before we dive in, let's do that. Let's, you rate yourself on those five and I'll do the same. So repeat it again. Let's do it. Self-awareness. Self-regulation. Social awareness. Relationship management and empathy. 
I have questions and we might have to do a part two. <laughs> of course you have questions. Here. So, so bottom line, right? Self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand your own, your own stuff, your own emotions, right? Self-regulation is about controlling your emotions and impulses. So you're not actually reacting to emotional triggers. You're, you're, there's more of a, a mindfulness, right? Of that. And you're not, you're not kind of um, a hold into that. Social awareness is really the, the ability to like pick up on cues to walk into a room and see what's happening and feel what's happening in, in with others, right? Mm. That's probably the best way to think of social awareness. Relationship management is, you know, everything around communication, conflict resolution. How are you at, you know, relationship management? If you're not even sure what that even means, you're probably not that high on that one. Um, empathy would be... Well, if, you are, if you are like overwhelmed, pissed off, if yeah. you're really working on that, if you're building a team, this is where the thing is. Yeah, for growing, skilling, and dealing with people in larger teams that are located in different countries, states, and that's the number one skill. That's where my focus is right now. And then empathy yeah. is really being able to put yourself in other people's shoes. So as simple as as that. But so those are the five. Question about empathy, very quickly though. So this this is what happens with all introverts. Why right? reobserve people's energy, uh, and then at the end of the day, we're woof, right. So my question is, I can rate myself high or low here, depending on how I interpret that, because I don't want to be empathetic to the sense that I don't protect my own space. Mm. I don't sense? think it's saying that's an un I think that's like the unhealthy version, because you could be empathetic to the point of literally you know, allowing everyone else's emotions and ways of being to control how you feel. I don't think that's what that's saying. So there's probably boundaries to all five of these, right? And, and right. ways of, so I would say like, this is really about, are you able to put yourself in other people's shoes, recognize and validate their emotions and respond with understanding and compassion? You can do that with and without boundaries. But I think it then ties up to the first one, self-awareness, right? True. I am self-aware then my level of empathy is higher. If I am not self-aware, if I'm triggered, if I, well, that goes super down, right? What do you guys think? Do you, what's your what's your you knee jerk? Be empathetic to others when you're triggered and pissed off. I no, I, I have a hard time thinking about that. What's right? your lowest one? Because this is probably we could. What's your lowest one? I think my lowest one will be the relationship management to the sense that this is the one that I am putting the most effort at the moment to develop okay. and take to another level. I don't know compared to whom sure. my relationship managing is higher or, or lower, but to the level that we are right now in our team, the quantity of people that we're managing and, and leading, it has been required that I take it to another level. So that's where I am, work, my focus, it's on this. And I think that I worked on the other items, but my mind, I will say that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I gave myself a few fives. I gave myself- well, I love confident women. I did, I did. I, I think I, right. I gave myself five for social awareness. I think I'm very good with that. I'm not going to list all the ones, but I think I, gave, I actually gave myself a three for self-regulation. I think oh. for me- for me, I'm really, I don't think I'm off the charts on like emotions where I get, because this is about regulating your emotions and impulses. For me, why I put that is I, I'm continually getting more mindful of what's coming up for me. And sometimes I, I just pound things through, meaning 
no matter what I'm feeling, what I'm doing, I can say yes or I can just, you know, put a smile on my face when internally I'm just like effing pissed about something. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me is a growth area. Um, I don't think I have a problem like where I'm impulsively like yelling at people. No, but it's the other way for me where I'll do it internally. It's an internal abuse for myself and, mm-hmm. and it really, I beat myself up. So it's more my relationship with myself, I think, for for Seth. But I think that is what self-regulation is. So anyway, that's why I put a three. So I want to talk about this self-regulation because I think my mission in the world, it, it's for me, for everybody that I'm around, and my son. And I bought him years ago this this thing that called time in, where if he's triggered, is like throwing a tantrum or something, whatever that is, he has a place to go to, quote unquote, calm down his emotion. Yeah, it's the language that we 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 have been using. And I gave him privacy to go there, calm down his emotions. So what I, what what we're teaching here it's it's self regulation, meaning I am triggered something that I am like really pissed off about. My default now I'm aware of that that I am triggered, right? The worst thing is when you're triggered and you're not even aware of it. Correct. Testing, how do I regulate myself? How do you regulate yourself, Liz, when when that happened? How do you calm down the conversation inside your own head, in your case? Yeah, and I need to get it out of my head because I can swirl around in my head. So I I have a happy, not happy, I I can spend a lot of time in my head. So it's really important that I get it out of my head. So for me, I think as I've I've evolved, right, most triggers or most of the time we can self-regulate when we're aware of what's going on in our bodies. So for me, my heart will race. For me, I get a I get a pit in my stomach. If I'm really in my body, if you will, or really aware of my body and not in my head, then I'll know very quickly, oh, something's off here. Because usually my heart races very quickly if I feel triggered. Mm. Or my, like I said, a pit in my stomach. So what do you do next? What I think I've done next, and again, this is a this is an evolving process for me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the goal is not to not be triggered, but that it it lessens its impact and you move through it faster. I think that's the goal. That's the intent, right? Not to so be pr- triggered. No, no, no. I don't think not to be triggered is necessarily something that I'm after. I think the key is like the impact of the trigger. Sure. Right. The heart maybe is not beating anymore. Like, oh, that's funny. Kind of. That kind of used to trigger me like on a nine, but now it's like a three trigger. Okay, move on. No big deal. So you're moving through things a little faster. For for me, the next... Well, let me ask a question. Do you do something? Or do you just sit on it? Do you go outside? Do you go for a run? Do you sweat it out? Do you do anything? Or you are cautious and say... I think the breath, the breath is really probably the one thing I've done. Kind of breath work, if you will, or just some deep breaths. Just, just to kind of relax and get into a different mindset. Because it does bring, like, remember, the more we breathe, it brings oxygen to our brain, right? Mm-hmm. So as simply as that is, simple as that is, it's actually very impactful. And it changes your state and it, re- it regulates my body. So I, I need to do something that regulates, like, the feeling of intensity that's gone up, right? I can feel it in my body. What do you do? I need to get out of the environment. So I need to literally bypass my own brain, right? Yeah. So I really need to ha- insert different thoughts, different images, different people. So I need to get out. I need to either go take a, 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 you know, sit down on the sun, having a coffee, 
and unplug, unplug from so important from, from things and it slow lo, slow things down and really shove good things in front, like in my brain, either a podcast or something. The point that I came to a conclusion when I'm triggered and then I have a self-talk to myself as, as if like there's a flame, right? And I say to myself, think that this is a candle and if you let it burn, it will go down. So I cannot control that flame many times. It's just a matter of, I promise you, the next half an hour, it will be less intense. And then it, it goes. But I think that for me, I cannot make a decision when I am like that. I cannot have a healthy conversation when I'm that. I usually use this expression that my brain is kidnapped, so I'm not even there. So it's it's really a disservice to have any sort of conversation with anybody. So I need to protect and hold myself and other people too when, when I do that. I think that the work that I have done, you went from not being aware that that was happening to being aware after it yep. happened to now being aware when it's happening. So I yep. can stop the roller coaster going up. That makes I love sense. that. It makes a lot of sense. I, I think the overarching piece to all this, so like the tool um, you and I have talked a lot about, which gets me to my neck. My last point here is, is, is your cup full? Meaning, you know, to really be emotionally intelligent and to work on this on a daily basis. I don't think you can do it if your cup is like a three out of 10. You know, if you're not taking care of your mind, you're not taking care of your soul, you're not taking care of your body. I don't know the research and we will find the research, but there's got to be research and alignment with that and emotional intelligence. This has to be. So the next question would be, how do you ensure your cup is full? What is What does that look like for you? Meaning, are you taking time to go outside once a day? Are you moving your body? Are you doing things that are just positive for you, joyful for you, happy for you? Whatever that means, right? I know when I work out, like my cup is automatically going to start on a five. Then if I pray and meditate, now we're going to go on to the seven. And then if I, you know, play with Bailey a little bit in the morning or, or do something kind of like that, I'm, I'm going to go on an eight. So I'm starting on an eight versus a three or a two. Now I'm not emotion, my emotional intelligence, right? And my self-regulations, I don't need to be there. What's that look like for you, Andressa? I think for me, when I have very intense days and I can feel it, I need to do some sort of work or activity that brings me back joy that I really enjoy doing it. And that could be at work, right? And that might sound so crazy to a lot of people, but like developing projects and, and the structure of it, this is my jam. This is what I really like it, right? Mapping things out. So I need to sprinkle that in, in order for me to gain energy. So for you that are listening, that brought your chair and joined us on this conversation, draw that down. What yeah. is it that that it will be a little sprinkle of joy in, in your day? What is this activity that will be like, like, now I'm full, right? And that, you know, it can be work. It can be spending time with your family or it might be not spending time with your family and spending more time with yourself in a massage place or whatever that might be, right? No judgment here, either or. It's you. The focus is on on what works for you and you being aware that, oh, now I know. And if you don't know, 
I encourage you to try. Try all different types of massages and, and you know, yoga, meditation, whatever that is. You keep trying different things. Travel yeah. by yourself. Fun Travel. things, too. Do it. I just bought a, I have an electric scooter. That brings me so much joy. I haven't done it in so, like, in a week. And I'm like, when am I going you, to draw? You drive that with the helmet, right? I do wear a child with a helmet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Without my cell phone in my face. So that's Great. also yeah. very important. That did not work. Go on. That didn't work. But, you know, a, a, in summary here, like, rate yourself. We would encourage you, right? With everything we do, it's like, okay, what is the meaning of this for my life? And most importantly, right? How's this going to help me move my goals along in a, in a way that works for me in achievement and, and achieving it in a way that works for your life? Emotional intelligence will help you get there. Hands down, dealing with the contractor, dealing with the partner, dealing with the banker who just said they're not going to fund your deal anymore. Telling you, literally, you're going to deal with this all the time. So rate yourself, self-awareness, self-regulation, social awareness, relationship management, and empathy. Share it with us. Tag us on our Facebook community. We want to know what's coming out for you. And more importantly, what are you going to do with it? Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.